we are in the 2022 Volvo C40, the first full electric, all electric mm -hmm. model. They have other hybrids, yep. but this is the one fully developed as an all electric vehicle based on the compact modular architecture platform, which shares most of the Geely cars, all of the Lincoln Co. cars, the Polestar 2, and the XC40. I, I want to start with a couple of things. And first off, we've driven a lot of electrics of late, mm -hmm. and yes. we have electrics we like. True. We've driven a lot of Volvos. We have a lot of Volvos we have praised. This is an all-electric Volvo, and it made me start thinking about what am I looking for in an electric car? Okay. When we're reviewing these, what do I want it to do? And I want every electric car we drive to be as good or better than the equivalent model from the same manufacturer in gas form. And if it isn't equivalent or better than the gas version of the same approximate model, I don't see the point. And they do have an XC40 that is an all-electric as well, which has, a, obviously, the more normal hatch shape. Of course, this has got the coupe shape, which yes. is worse for visibility, just, just worse. Across the board, it's bad for visibility. It's a cave when you look behind you. I'm with you. There's many electric cars that are out there, and I'm continuing my search. I, f I feel like this search is going to take years. Okay. And that is finding something that is actually good to drive. And the thing that is preventing electric cars from driving and handling really well is weight. And the thing about electric cars is of any brand is they will always surprise you with their power. Always. True. Until I got into this. This is the first electric vehicle I have driven where I started going, come on, let's get there. Let's, yeah. where, where's all, and then I see the, literally, and that was before I saw the number. And then I saw the number and I was like, how is that possible? Okay. 400 horsepower out of this, like 460, I think, three pounds Four, of torque. 486. There you go. So, it's a lot so of torque, the, of course. The point I'm motors. making, though, yeah. is those are both big numbers. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't feel anywhere close to those big numbers. Now, the weight is certainly a factor. Yeah. Also, the way that they've set this up. Now, I've turned off the one-pedal driving because the one-pedal driving in this is one of the most aggressive I've ever encountered. Got to recharge but the battery, there, man. But there isn't a middle ground. Most cars that have got one-pedal driving have got different settings to be like, I'd like a little bit of regen or a middle ground. or It's, it's mm -hmm. like the bowls of porridge. Like, how much regen do you want? <laughs> okay. Or do you want it all? Okay. This has right. off, coast, and on, crank it down. And it doesn't yeah. have any kind of nuance to that. And I don't want to use the one-pedal driving because it's so aggressive. It makes a car that already feels sluggish feel even more sluggish because you're overpowering the regen system. Well, it's also uncomfortable for your passengers. Yes. When you have people sitting here, mm -hmm. it's not fun to be in that mode because you don't know when the driver's going to do it. They do. Mm, yeah. And you're fine with it. Yeah. But I don't know when you're going to let off the gas and it throws everybody forward. Mm -hmm. It's very aggressive. In I this agree. Car. We have liked so many Volvos. We've liked so many Volvo SUVs. Yeah. This happens to be one of the most distant driving experiences I have ever encountered in a modern car. There We've is, driven a lot of cars. That's a big statement. There is no real sensation of what it's doing. And then the thing that's I supposed agree. to be the party trick, which is look at all the power I have because I've got electric. I'm, at, I'm going, where, where did it go? Why isn't it here? So the one thing that could help it to get past that weight and to give me some dynamics, I feel like I have to dig for. I would just buy the XC40 in gas have better visibility. It doesn't weigh nearly what this does. Yeah. It's designed to check the boxes of everything people are buying and liking just mm. because that's what people buy. It's got a tall ride height. You sit up tall because mm -hmm. you like to see the world. There's nothing wrong with that. But catering to that as an architecture to, mm. to make it so rather than the dynamics of the vehicle support 
Like, it's good at off-roading. It does have off-road mode, but it's going to be minimal at best. Fire road kinds of things. It's a weird proportion, and it's designed to just cater to what everybody's heard everybody else likes. Volvo is saying they want everything in their lineup to be electrified immediately. Mm -hmm. They want 50% of all their vehicles to be full electric in two years from now, 2025. And they want their entire lineup to be electric by 2030. That is ahead of everybody else. And then on top of that, they've said everybody that buys Volvos likes high ride height, which is that true? Because they do still sell some cars. They do. But anyway, this is a car, a first for Volvo. Can you see them staring at Tesla? Because this is a car you cannot get at your dealer. You have to order it online. That's a great point. Somebody went down the boxes to check to make what electric vehicles are supposed to be, and they checked every single box for this. But my problem is it doesn't make a car that's more interesting to buy than stuff they make with gas motors or hybrids. And it doesn't have an off button. Sorry. Sorry. Now that I'm stopped. You just you walk up, you sit down, you go. You get out, you walk away. Who is the person that is so annoyed by on-off that we have to wipe it from the face of the earth? Who's that Who's that annoyed by that? What if your ice maker or your water dispenser on your fridge was just sensing your awareness? You need an on button. On and off. There's nothing wrong with that. I just like to start now. What's wrong with that? You're not wrong. <sighs> okay, I feel better. Well, let's talk about two things, price and range. And those mm-hmm. are the biggest things that people look for. Electric cars are expensive, but I feel yes. like the dollars are different. When you're buying an electric car, mm. it almost feels like, yeah, they're just more expensive, and so that's acceptable. No, it's not. Mm. For what you're getting, this one's 60, 60 grand, mm-hmm. which is kind of on the low end for electric cars. Mm-hmm. If we've got $60,000, if you have $60,000 to spend, almost all the hot SUVs that have dropped now to 60 grand used. Get yourself a Macan instantly and have the a amount, Macan same kind GTS. of GTS. Yes, you could certainly get one of those. You could get a new Macan, though, not a GTS, but you could get a new Macan for $60,000. It feels like the justification and allocation of dollars is different when it comes to gas cars. I think there is, honestly... Why is it different here? I think... What are we getting? What are you buying? They have about a $10,000 swing because they think, well, they never have to buy gas again. And so they're willing to spend up to, I think most people, up to ten grand more instantly. But you get in here now, this does not feel like a $60,000 interior. Not at all. Maybe 40? Maybe? Well, what Volvo has done is make it leather-free. Mm-hmm. At a $60,000 price point, you want luxurious materials. Okay. That does mean leather, even though this is 30% responsibly harvested wool combined with 70% polyester. Polyester is derived from petroleum, just so we're all on the same page here. Responsibly gathered Res- wool? Responsibly harvested wool. So does that mean you ask the sheep first? You sit down, <laughs> you have a conversation with the sheep. Is this a bad day? Oh, no. Yes. No, you yeah, didn't. We, we have to. Oh, you didn't. Oh, no. I do like this interior. I like Volvo interiors. I like the size of the screen. You don't need to go any bigger than this. I like the vertical nature of it. The tech of this is great. This has always been a good screen. You're right. And the design language is very much Volvo. I do Mm -hmm. appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And it is long-lasting. It still looks fresh and interesting. It's just not a $60,000 car kind of interior. Mm -hmm. The plastic on the doors, on the instrument panel here that does light up at night, and it's a nice texture, but that doesn't push it over the edge for sixty grand. Mm -hmm. 
the shift knob doesn't feel interesting or expensive at all. It feels like the Tesla Mercedes plasticky switchgear. It's in that it's in that vein of the Porsche shifter thing that everybody yes. hated. The shaver shifter. It's in the, that the same yes. kind of vein. It, it, where it's just the like shaver a plastic shifter is thing. better than this. Well, okay. The seats. Volvo usually makes excellent seats. These are okay. I agree. They're, they're okay. They're not the Volvo seats mm-hmm. that we know and love. Volvo has amazing. Volvo has thrown down just on seats. Fine. Yeah. The interior space is actually great, especially for the backseat mm-hmm. passengers, despite the sloping roof line. Mm-hmm. But the overall architecture of this car is like a compact car on a large SUV body to accommodate the platform. It's mm. like every day was leg day at the gym for this car. It's just got this heavy lower half. Look at this. Look at all angles. It's a Tour de France rider. <laughs> yes, it is. 250-pound man for the waist down, 100-pound man from the waist up. What about this says fun? The surfaces Nothing. are very sophisticated. They have a scalloped shape that is reflected in the interior mm-hmm. all the way around. And the fastback shape is actually kind of interesting. Just not on this really heavy truck-like lower half mm. to accommodate the platform. But the greenhouse itself is actually pretty tiny. This is compact car size proportions. You're right. You're right. In here, the, the way the roof feels, the feel of the cabin greenhouse it's feels like small, a small little but car. But the car is kind of big. It's, well, the it's, to- it's the top half of their old... Uh, what was it? The C30, their little coupe yeah, sedan. It it's the top like half that. of that on an SUV base. So it makes strange proportions. And by the way, yeah, you've got a glass roof, but it doesn't open. You can't close a, a shade over the top yeah, of it. That's true. So it just bakes you. It's an oven door. Great. Great. Where is the choice on a sixty thousand dollar car? I don't have a choice to close something or, or even the open it like or? the smoked stuff that some of them are doing, where they where sure, they the they're chromatic and they yeah. and they actually change the smoked. I see that as well. I do appreciate the lines everywhere, the sophisticated styling, but nothing about this says I, I want to run to this and go drive this. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say this is going to be fun. You're going to have fun. And by the way, there's no sport button. There's no anything button. It's just mode. It's just mode. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to drive this. Yeah, now, after all of that, you really want to drive it. Now, I you? really yeah, do. I know you do. We charged this all the way to 100%. Yeah. It got us about uh, 180, 200 miles, and it warned us when we got down to really low. It actually gave us a warning on screen that essentially said, we're putting you in turtle mode. There was actually a turtle icon. Performance is lessened until you charge the car. Now That's, that's not, what you want to see. It's not unique to this electric car, but it does exist in there. And then conversely, when we did plug it in for a full 100% charge, we had an outdoor charger, and it said, will not get all of the charge because of how cold it is. We ended up at 100% charge, roughly 180 miles worth of range. This varies massively based on the chargers you find. This is not this car's fault. This car is actually capable of charging fairly quickly. However, it took 17 hours on a public charge. 17 hours. 17 hours. 3% all the way to 100, which is not what they recommend. True. And the marketing materials advertise it as 7 to 8 hours at home on a level 2 charger. The fine print says on an 11 kilowatt per hour charger. The best we've found so far is 7. Most of them are 6.4. That's in public charging interfaces, things like ChargePoint, EVgo, etc. Most people that are going to buy an electric car at this point are going to create the big charger in their actual garage. But if you don't have a garage, hmm, things will change. Yes. Technology will change. This is where we're at now. Mm -hmm. And the marketing is on any electric car is way far ahead of actuality. Yeah. We only have, at this point, 150 miles before battery's dead. Uh, it's still not giving me a 70, percentage. 79%. Oh, there it is. 79%. Miles. Yeah. Okay, but you just pulled it off the charger not too long ago. A few hours ago, yeah. That just seems like every time you park it, you have to plug it in. It's strange because nobody thinks of a gas-powered car 
every time you park it, I've got to fill up. Nobody thinks that way. True. But with an True. electric car, the thinking is entirely different. And mm. especially with a low range at 30 degrees outside, you're going to want to plug it in every single time. Yeah. If you can't, there is still range anxiety. 226 miles is the most that mm-hmm. Volvo claims for this. Yes. Which is still not a lot yeah. for such a big car. Well, it's acceptable if you have an easy charging infrastructure. And yes. I've said it before and I'll say it again now. I actually think the range anxiety is ducking the issue. It's about how fast you get your range back. If we had 50 yes. mile range on every electric car out there, but you can get it back in two or three minutes, nobody would be talking about range anxiety. And that but will change. 17 hours on a public charger to get this, this back to 100%. And that was a fluctuating Yikes. 7 kilowatt per hour. But if you find a 50 kilowatt per hour or you know, well, 250 yeah. kilowatt, yeah, great, yes, boys. you can. But uh-huh. those just aren't as ubiquitous yet. So you know I mentioned there's no sport button. True. I am wrong because I have said for a while now that SUVs don't need sport buttons. You have, yes, it's true. I have changed my mind. Oh, okay. Every SUV needs a sport mode. There needs to be some fun here. Mm. Because I feel like the Volvo C40 drives like an office cubicle. You don't even have to leave work. You can take it home with you. You can drive home in it. Yes. It does feel that boring and uninvolving to drive. Can we can we get a bunch of thumbtacks and like stick a bunch of stuff all over like yes. a like, hang, like picture of where I'd like to be on vacation is here. Little potter plant the over there. Uh-huh. We got a little my favorite Garfield cartoon is hanging with, across the middle. With the wool polyester blend. You know it, yes. And the kind of stark interior, even though there are a lot of features, and there's no fabric mode. Even Teslas have some sort of fabric mode, like posh or plaid or tartan or gingham or Name a fabric, and there's some cool, fast mode. This doesn't have that, and with its weight, it doesn't feel fast. So therefore, what are we buying here? There's other electric cars that cost maybe just a touch more and get better range, have better interiors. So why does this exist? It's almost the manifestation of that very famous Seinfeld monologue. When you're a kid, everything is about up. Mm. Can I stay up? Wait up! Shut up! Hold up! And when you're a parent... It's all about down, sit down, slow down, calm down, put that down. Yep. That's what this feels like when I'm driving it. Okay. I don't rush to drive this and think, no. okay, go into no. sport mode and we're going to... Nope, no paddles, no sport, no nothing. Now, this does appeal to a certain segment. If you're thinking about buying this, you've probably thought about a Tesla Model Y. True. I'd recommend the Tesla Model Y, but it's more engaging than this. I agree. It's better and it's about the same price. The only other one I thought of in relation to this is the Volkswagen ID4. And what I'm talking about here is stuff that is in the same part of the electric market, and that part of the market is behind everybody else. Mm-hmm. The ID4 is not engaging and has some weird uses of space. This actually has very good use of space. Well, the Model Y floor. is not that interesting to drive, but it is more engaging than this. Across the board, I do agree yes. with that. For about the same money. For almost exactly and the same money. And you have a better yes. network of chargers. And you actually without, have more range. blows it out. Yes. All of the above. All of the things, frankly, that should make the electric car engaging. Oh, look at how fast I can go. Look at how much range I have. Look at how fast I can get it back. The Tesla Model Y destroys this, but yes. actually dynamically it's more interesting. I agree. And I don't find it an overly dynamic platform. And look at our range. It just went down 140. We haven't gone in that mm-hmm. stretch. Since we left, we haven't gone 10 miles. We haven't even gone 5 miles. It's, it's 30 degrees like out. Cold. So yeah, we're yeah. dealing with cold, but so does every electric car. Mm-hmm. Tesla's just win here. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is an answer to question nobody asked. And I know electric cars are going to get dramatically better from here. Things will change. Mm -hmm. Charging time and battery range will improve. 
I think you can do better. I, I think you're right. I, I know you can do better. $60,000 for a small five-seat CUV that's electric. This is way down the list. Model Y. Model what? Well, Genesis GV60. Genesis GV60. Kia uh, EV6. Yes. Yes, the Ionic they all get 5, if you like the look of that. I mean, the, there's... They're all about the same price. They're all about the same, and everybody is going to be doing... This is the first thing everybody's going to release. This small five-seat CUV electric yep. is the first model everybody's going to do. Yep. And that, that means you have to be a contender, and I don't think this is. I would buy the XC40. The I would buy the XC40, Volvo, yes. buy that instead. Yes. Yep. Okay, so we love it. We love it. <laughs> All right, so that that Man. was a victory, one of our favorites ever. <laughs> Tune in next time where we like something more than this, which is a low bar. <laughs>